Welcome, crew, to What Are Your Three, a Channel 3 podcast that has been off for a month. So, you know, you may have had a pretty tight schedule in here. We use one DLC episode where we use a little bit of a filler, but otherwise, you all are more used to us being here than we are at this point. But something about three video games, somebody's choosing, uh, whatever. Ray, Ray's here with me. Hello, everybody. Today's guest, this is a um, long-demanded episode, by the way, multi-time state champion coach. Uh, but uh, you you may know him more recently if you have the uh, the newest one of us Jif uh, over on Channel Three. That reaction right there. He's uh, chugging a drink. Yeah, I, I do the intro, so I get to say Jif chugging a drink while sitting in an imaginary chair. It is the Mickey Wins himself. Mickey, how you doing today? Good man. How are you guys? Thanks for having me. That 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 gif was on purpose. By the way, it was a. Uh very deliberate so i'm not just some sort of raging alcoholic <laughs> that couldn't make it through uh one of us you know without doing that so it, it yeah. was perfect for me, guys. wait was this hat was this the hat you're wearing too in the, in the gif as well it's not but i found this this miller light falcons hat at the thrift store for three 350 so i, I figured uh I'd wear it. Everybody knows me for drinking the high lives, and you know. I was, I was gonna say you, you don't need that cap. You, you, first, first of all, you're in Georgia right now. You don't need that cap. It's not cold. It's not cold here in South Carolina. It's not cold there right now. It's I didn't know Georgia 40s. had a professional football team. I thought, I thought they only had college yeah. teams. <laughs> that hurts. That's messed up. I'm not even in there. That's messed up. Yeah, we're more uh, college down here, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's how they. That, no, no, Ray. That's city. not. That's not a me joke. Like he said, that's how they act down there. It is, yeah. Falcons are irrelevant to us, yeah. So that's true. <laughs> All right, so we uh, suppose we talk about video games here or something like that. So I want to get into this. We're gonna start it off here. First game, Mario Kart Eight. Uh, probably the game most people would know Mickey from. So let's start at the beginning. Where where does Mario Kart start with you? Does does it start with eight, or is this like a long history no. of Mario Kart? Yeah, I have a pretty long history. So. It started with 64, and I, I went to a friend's house, played with my brother, and this guy that I, actually I ended up playing with him for several years to come, but got a taste of that, and then got my own copy, and we would play kind of casually. Um, but I, I started, as I started playing more and more, like people were like, oh, I'm good at this game. I'm like, okay, well, let's see. And I would, you know, it's kind of like the new guys coming into the dad gaming, like, okay, you know, you beat, you beat up on your kids or your whatever um so i figured that's pretty good and then um double dash came out after that and um none of my friends would play it with me because they didn't like that you couldn't hop you know what i mean so they were like screw this game we're not playing it and so i played it by myself i, I enjoyed double dash but i never had like a community but then when we came out they all came back so there are four of us that that played it like pretty much every sunday night we would get together and you know, Wii's life cycle was what, like eight years, I think. It was a long uh, one because it was something. So, it was, it was so successful, yeah. Yeah, and I, I didn't think that'd be beat, but here we are with the deluxe. Um, but so yeah, so then I played Wii, and we played that the whole life cycle all the way through. And then um, when eight came out, I'd just gotten married. It was like 2014, I think. 
Um, just got married. I did. Me and my wife didn't even have. If a you're TV trying to yet, remember what so. year your wedding was, I'm not deleting this. No. You need to. You need to get no. your act together. It was here. 2014. It was 2014. So um, we're in a small apartment. We don't even have TV yet. So I go out. I buy a Wii U that came with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and a TV that we still have to this day. So we were just watching on watching TV on computers and stuff. So eight actually brought the TV to my family, and then uh, and I've been playing eight ever since. Eight eight Deluxe. I never really stopped. So those same those same guys that I played with all through Wii. We play. We would get together on Sunday nights and play, and then that it, you know, people get busy and whatever. So that kind of, you know, kids got kids uh, came up, and so then the dad gaming found out about that, and then kind of picked up picked up there, and the rest is history. So Wait. I guess long long answer there. Sixty four is where I started, but I went back and played SNES, but you know. Oh Jesus! Did you hear that, Dan? I said I said SNES for you. I I say SNES, <laughs> but uh, you know SNES um, card I played too. I'm not a huge fan of it. it doesn't handle too well, but I, That's I didn't. Because it's not a good game. SNES card. Uh, yeah, Ray, I mean, Ray's coming off I mean, of 13 weeks of just game. giving O2 to <laughs> time trial tagline. In that game too. I was yeah. I, I so need to ask though, So Mickey, did you? During the Wii times, did you play online with that? Because I always forget. Like it's like I yep. suddenly remember, like oh, that had a pretty, that had a pretty effective online mode for its time. For yeah, we played game. online. Um, and back then, it, I think you only hit nine, 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 nine. So it wasn't like the the crazy. It was a grind to get there, but it wasn't like the crazy grind to get like all nines. Now you know what I mean. You have to sit there for years and grind that out. So. We did that, but the cheaters on Wii were just crazy. Like you would, you would run into cheaters. Like, you know, they'd have every item every time and just troll you. So, I mean, it kind of, you know, that kind of put a damper on it. But yeah, we much, played on much more easily modded device. Yes. Yeah, I was gonna say oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if people even realize that you know the Wii had a bunch of online games. I mean, I was playing Smash Brothers online on the Wii. It yeah. wasn't great. I mean, that thing was playing. You were playing. Off. That was you were playing with automatic lag and understood it. It was. But I knew I was playing. Yeah, but it was tough. You know, something like Mario Kart's a little more forgiving online than like a yeah. fighting game. You know, so like it was it was doable. But we always the fun the fun for us was just getting together like the four of us and playing. You know, so we played so, the whole life cycle. Yeah. So what when do you when do you think or did you became like competitively good at the game? Because like you say, you know, you play with your friends and you play different games with your friends. You're like, man, I'm really good at this. And then and then you go play with people who like are always playing and you realize it's a whole new level. But but you compete and, and you go to different competitions and stuff. What When do you think you kind of got to that level? With those four guys, because like you would play on a Sunday night and if you lost, you'd have to you'd have to hold that all week. You know what I mean? So th- there was one guy that taught me how to play the guy that I first saw. 64 matt fry shout out to matt fry but uh so i would just want to beat him you know what i mean so when i always wanted like a competitive like group you know what i mean because i I, i'd say i'm I'm pretty good you know what i mean but then you know there's a limit to that too when you're 43 you go and play the sneaks at momocon you're like that's not i'm not that good you know what i mean i can kind of hold with with i'd say 90 percent of the people but when you get to that upper echelon so so I, i guess like through that through those four guys, you you got that competitive spark, you know, and you just wanted to get better and better. And you, you know, you learn courses and you know all that stuff. And now with basic, it's cool. 
because um you know you get to go and learn those tracks and you just you can do what you want to do to to kind of level up you know so a, i guess a moment, back of silence, with four guys. a moment of silence as basic as coming to the end of his run i think yeah he told me last night he has like three more and and fun fact i came up with the basic training uh that title yeah it wasn't that hard to come up with but he pointed that out last night and he's like you know you came up with that i was like yeah i remember <laughs> way way back in the day yeah way back but way yeah this back. this playing with those four guys kind of like sparked the competitive juices and you know it's fun so i know you fun go to, to with your friends. I, I know you go to conventions or have gone to conventions mm-hmm. and played card and then whatnot uh wh- what do you think is like the ultimate version of competitive cart is it playing? Is it racing one on one? Is it a full twelve person lobby? Is it a, is it like a duo thing? What like what, what's the, what's the real competitive card to you, or at least the one you enjoy the most? I don't know. Like one v one's lame, um, and I've I've been to like Dragon Con when they did that. They didn't know what they were doing. The people who ran it. Twelve v twelve is is like I don't have to tell y'all. It's crazy. You know what I mean? So I would want to be somewhere in like the like a eight range, like a eight versus all but then again playing is like uh you know coaching mario kart for um high school esports the 4v4 is fun too and the kart gangs some people just want to play kart gangs you know because you get that camaraderie the team and there's a whole different dynamic and you can maybe screw up a race and you know but you can have your friends back so i don't know what my favorite is um i kind of like the team stuff but i mean if, if we're racing single, maybe bring it down a notch from twelve because twelve just goes a little too nuts. You know what I mean? I, I have you turn con- off. You turn off lightning bolts too. I would. I mean, because mm-hmm. you know, lightning. You know, Jedi. <laughs> they, they want. You know, that's kind of why we we started doing the. You know, turning the teams off. You know, because Jedi and them pointed out like, hey, this lightning thing's kind of ruining it for everybody. And, you know, they still have it on in the play VS, like the high school stuff. So it's just kind of, it throws a wrench in it for sure, you know. But that's what the top dudes are looking for that stuff, you know. They're looking for the shock dodges and everything. So it's kind of, it's part of the game. It's part of the meta. So I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you can turn it off, but it's, people usually don't. Yeah, so that's why I wanted to ask that real quick. Because I've not paid attention to the culture since the game updates have come down. Has the bagging culture changed or is that still... That's still running around. They've kind of, they patched a little of that out and that you can't like, my understanding is you can't like go over an item box and then back up over the same item box and get like something good. You're going to get like a, you might get that lightning bolt, but you back up, you might get a green shell. You know what I mean? It's not like a lightning bolt, bullet bill, you know? So they, they put a, they've kind of, I think they try to rein that in a little bit. Um, and I think that's good. I, I mean, because the spirit of the game is it's a race. I, I've always preached to everybody, you know, I'm not going to tell, you know, as a moderator of dad gaming or whatever, I'm not going to tell you what to do. Like, that's not my stick, you know what I mean? But, like, I'm always going forward. You, you know play I mean? to win like, the game. I don't, I don't like sandbagging and trying to get, and, you know, I know, I know people do that because I've been to Momocon and I was, like, at Cheeseland and I'm going forward. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm doing great. But I see 11 people go back. <laughs> and i'm like oh i'm about to, and sure enough that last lap i just get hosed you know so um you know it is what it is but i think they have i think they have tried to rein that in a little bit 
Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, my my, my son experienced it firsthand because he plays. He's been playing by himself and puts the computers on. And he like sometimes he just wants to sit. He's like, yeah, I go on twelve because I like to get the cool items. And the other day he was playing. He's like, I keep getting shells. And I was like, oh, that's right. The game updated, by the way, buddy. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do, do it, it anymore. Don't let don't let him be raised that way, Ray. <laughs> it Better was really. That. I mean, it was really hilarious because he came to me. He's like, hey. Like this isn't working for some reason, and he like he yeah. like he noticed it as a five year old. He noticed something had been changed. Yeah. So I guess all. the powers of the you know they they did all yeah they made it right it. a little bit so yeah. All right, and let, so let's talk about the the high school esports team. You guys are you know right. Smash Brothers champions. You got the the ring and everything, which was you know incredible to watch. You guys were finalists this year with the Three with rings. the Mario Kart. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So how how'd you how'd you get about you know getting into this did you push to create an esports team at your high school did, were you approached by someone how does the video game schedule work because i know you guys play a whole bunch of different video games uh throughout the seasons so at my old high school i i had this club called dweebs and weebs and um i'm trying to think how it started okay so these kids came to me and they said hey let's start an anime club i said okay i said would you mind if like i maybe put some games over to the side that people could play and you could watch anime, and that kind of started, you know, people liked the stuff I was bringing in. So it was like video games, anime, then the D&D kids came to me and said, hey, could you host a club? I'm like, look, I'm kind of busy, but like, if you want to come under this big umbrella, so we had this like whole thing of like anime, video games, D&D, this big nerd fest, right? So I left that high school, and that, that club had gotten pretty big. I go to the new high school, and Gwinnett County's just starting esports, right? So I want to, there's a guy in, in Gamers Club, and I'm like, hey, I can take the video game side of this. So that thing gets going. Then they ask me, hey, you know, you're into video games. Could you help us with esports? I said, yeah, I can. I'll, I'm the Nintendo dude, you know, so I'll help with the console stuff. So at that point, I have the Smash guys coming, and I know who's who, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, who's this Pirate Myth? They're like destroying everybody. Or who's this Sonic that's just, you know, murdering everyone so i get those guys together we won our first state title and then they start mario kart the next year and i'm like i was made for this you know what i mean so we get those guys you know they have an okay for a season but um second season once they kind of meet some of the dad gaming guys and kind of like see how the you know we kind of see how the thing works they they went all the way to second place so just this last season we had um the smash team won their second state title and mario kart went all the way to the final two and got beat in the in the finals but they still got a second in the state um and so it's um yeah it's that's how i kind of fell into it i was i was kind of running a nerd club <laughs> and then going into my new high school with the esports coming in it kind of brought me into that so it was really great like the community we have for mario kart like the resources like I'm, i tell the kids all the time like you don't nobody else in the state has resources like this trust me you know what i mean you got basic on a discord chat, you know, you can ask them whatever you want <laughs> and we get to run sets with these guys too. So it was, you know, I'll be forever grateful for those um, guys. And, you know, that's what the loss was really hard on me because I knew how much work we put into it and how much time everybody sacrificed um, for that win, you know, or for that season. And, you know, I was really proud of the kids, but, you know, you, as a competitor, you always, you always want the number one, but yeah. So that's how I kind of fell into all that. But, you know, come by it honestly. I think I, th- I think I was kind of born for the the role, so I don't know. I mean, no, it's 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 awesome. I mean, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. 
there, there's not a lot of people who can arrange a, a high school football team training with the NFL. That's basically what you're doing <laughs> as you're uh, you're having these people come That's in. Right. Like, hey, my, my boys need to be beat up a little bit. Let's get let's get them in here and slap them around a little bit in cart. That's I just got this sitting right here. That's the spring. <laughs> That's so these kids That's have the, the letter, letter right there. Letter. Yeah. Letterman jacket, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and and the rings, we get sized for our third ring on Wednesday. So, it's and great. I, you, I, so I think it's both sides. Kids, it up. What's that now? So you get to live both sides of it. You were you grew up in the era where someone would get shoved in a locker for that, and now they're getting Letterman jackets yeah. and patches and uh, state championship rings. I'm saying, man, they got the they, there's the whole state title thing, and we've got like three things on there, you know. Now, so we're we're filling up that trophy case. It's fun. I was gonna say I play against some of those kids. They they can play. I know that. I remember the the Pith or Endosonic. They can play. Yeah, and the Yoshi and the Donkey Kong are just getting better. So it's it's kind of crazy. So anyway, yeah, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. And you know, I always make like I never got the coaching thing. You know, you look at football coaches like oh they take this too seriously, but it's it's rewarding, man. It's it's rewarding seeing those kids um, accomplish their goals and. It's helping them do that, you know. It's fun. Hey, so you know, you talk about you know having all the resources with the dads, and I, and I see you post and you run all the scrimmages. Uh, how early did you get involved with the dad gaming cart? Were you there like f- from the beginning of it, or I mean, you had to be, it was pretty early on, right? I think I was there season one, and a friend of mine, like a collector friend of mine, had he knew I was into cart, and he messaged. I guess it came on his feed somehow, and. I think it was during the beginning of the pandemic, maybe. Had to be here. Um, that was yeah, the beginning. Somewhere. Basically, the beginning was, of the was, dad. It game was game. just before. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was yeah. Just, just it was just before. Yeah. Yes, I think you're right. So right, right around then, maybe late 2019 or whatever. But I think I was there for season one. And did you play and think, I, oh, you know, I I could be in charge of this. Like I could run this. Or no. <laughs> I didn't, but um, just the community that grew, and as Joel got busier, he asked me, he's like, hey, I think you're you're a good fit to kind of um, run this. That was maybe around, like, season six or seven, you know? Um, but I was like, yeah, I'd love to get back because, I, you know, it's for me, it's given me so much, like, so many friends and so much camaraderie. It's It's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, I think I've been there since season one, and um, I think I won season one. I, I, I could be wrong. I think I won season one, maybe. There's Jake was my big rival in season like, Jake, one. Jake's going to come in as, and, and let us know which season he won. He, he won, won two. He won two. He won two. He won, two, he won an early one. I know yeah. that. Well, they, Jake and I would play at different times. And like I would see, like, oh, there's this guy, Jake, that's pretty good. And someone said on the on some comment, uh, I'll have to go back and check this, but someone was like, hey, you might want to avoid Jake. And I was like, hell no, Jake needs to avoid me, man. I'm the, I'm the dude. <laughs> And we all know Jake's a great a great card player, so I didn't know him at the time, but I was like, who's this Jake dude? Like, I think he's dodging me. I'm not dodging him. <laughs> all right, we got to ask, before we, before we switch games here, we got yeah. to ask, what, what, what's the cart build these days? What, what, are we, what are we running with? Right now, I'm rocking like a Yoshi Teddy roller um, paper. You know, it's kind of meta. But you know, when I'm when I'm racing late night with the guys, I'll just go all Animal Crossing build. I'll just go Streetle, Leaf Tires, Villager, Paper Glider. That thing just looks tough, man. Just slide through those those green wheels, you know, getting beat by the villagers. So um, it just depends. But you know, if I'm if I'm taking it seriously, I just it's the Yoshi 
Eddy, something like that. I tried the Cat Cruiser. A lot of guys are running that, but it's a little long, and the hitbox is kind of strange. We were actually talking about it last night, but um, Yoshi Teddy Rollers Paper. That's the, we got. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure the, I know the answer to this one, but there might be people who might not know what what give us the favorite course and the and the least favorite course. Hmm. I mean, you could, favorite. You could there's a few. There's a few Animal I gotta Crossing. go with favorite. I'm I'm gonna say Animal Crossing, and then Neo Bowser. And then in the dad game, you got to like the, the dry, dry dunes or whatever that is called. You know, we have a different name for it, but I'll keep that. It's, I know it's a family show, but uh, I, I know um, the answers to all the favorites. Those, <laughs> those three, yeah. Now, least favorite, um, Hood's Turnpike is just so boring and like it's just, it's so blah. But however, you turn, everyone hates you turn, the Hold up, hold up. You turn it up to 200. And it's incredible because it, it seems like it's made for 200. Like it's the turns and everything. It's so fun on 200, but on 150, I can't stand it. It's just like so boring. You know, it's just, it just doesn't do anything for me. I went, I don't know if that's my least favorite. Cause I'd have to go through the new courses There's 90, what 96 courses now or something. Yeah. I don't something crazy. So that, that one comes to mind. Um, so I don't know, something like that. <laughs> Those three are definitely like my favorite. Wait, how yeah, many of you guys are math teachers? There's, a, there's quite a few of us. Yeah. It's it just Mickey, hit me when you're like, oh, I guess 96, yeah, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, no nah, man, Joel. Yeah, back, back in, in the order. day, Joel and I kind of it was unwritten rule. Like if you want, you know, that's a gentleman's a gentleman's course. The Neo Bowser. That's right. That, that goes back to yeah. the Nintendo app yeah. being used for voice chat. I I I was yep. on the. That's right. My first couple Monday, I was an early Sunday night player, and then moved over to the Monday yeah. nights, and that's when I I got the business the first time I did not pick Neo Bowser and got told no no listen listen we're gonna tell you something here son. <laughs> Hey, look, you got to like it. Yeah. So some of my cart kids are like, oh, we don't like this, Mr. Winslow. I'm like, you need to go in the hallway, think about what you just said, and come back. <laughs> think Maybe about your life. school doesn't let come me back. hit a kid. Exactly. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But yeah, that's a, that's a must for the, the, the dad gaming group. All right, we're going to move into your second game, and I, I, I think this is where we're yeah. going to say – that you have a competition in you. We're gonna we're gonna cite <laughs> we're gonna cite Daniel Plainview okay. and just say I have a competition in me. <laughs> game number two, Donkey Kong, the original, not Donkey Kong Country, none of this other nonsense. Going back to the original arcade back in the eighties, and I'm I'm gonna start yeah. I'm gonna start this one off with a story I've told you yeah. before that you know Nintendo used to have a, a YouTube channel or they had a YouTube ch- show called Nintendo Minute, and one of the episodes covered Donkey Kong. And I did the full DiCaprio pointing meme as I look up as they're flashing <laughs> through some top scores and I see right on the top 10 list, there's Mickey wins. I go, I know that guy. I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is not just, this is not just here because you love the game. This is here also because you have a competition in you. So where did the, yeah, so I'm not even sure. where this started, where did this one start? Um, you ever seen the King of Kong? 
Yes. Billy Mitchell, Steve Lee. Yeah. Okay. I started there. Like uh, a lot of a lot of us new age like Donkey Kong people. When I say new age like in the last like ten fifteen years. You know, watch that movie and like, oh, that's that looks like a fun game. You know what I mean? It's not. That's and by the way, I don't know if this is one of my favorite. I just had to. I had to talk about it because you know the the competition in me. I I don't say I enjoy us sitting down and playing Donkey Kong, but um, yeah, I started watch that movie. Um, I, I I don't I can't remember, can't remember what year it came out. Somewhere between like oh five and oh ten. Yeah, see, it's um, it's but, almost twenty years ago now. Yeah, yeah. So watch that movie. Oh, Steve Weeby's a math teacher too. So there you go. <laughs> so I'm telling you, it's um, all over the place. Because uh, yeah. isn't Mamba a math teacher? Yeah. Mamba a math teacher too. Yeah, he, he does is, STEM yeah. stuff. But yeah, yeah, he's mm-hmm. in middle school. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I watched that movie. Um, and, you know, I think about it a little bit. I played a little bit on my PC, like, just kind of screwing around, seeing how hard it was. And it was, it was hard. But then, like, um, I think it was, like, in 2000, maybe 11 or 12, I found, like, a Donkey Kong arcade cabinet. And I went, paid, like, 600 bucks for it, brought it to my where I was living at the time, started playing, and then I saw my scar- score start going up, going up, going up. And eventually... After maybe a year or so, I got a. You know what a kill screen is? Have you heard of that? Yeah, so like the Tetris was just big in the news. Like, Tetris just happened. They just Tetris. Now that's wild. They ran out of game. I can't believe they ran out of Tetris. That's a lot of game. And he did it live. It wasn't like he faked anything. Like that guy did it live for Tetris. Yeah, exactly. The first one ever. Yeah, that's that was crazy. Go watch that video. We haven't. And someone else just did it a couple days after. Oh, did they really? Did, yep, I think they. That's I think awesome. they saw the kid and was like, "Oh, this, this is how you do it." And I think they followed along and did it. That's what's just going nuts, man. But yeah, so it it level twenty two on Donkey Kong. It runs out of memory, and you you get to play it for a couple minutes, and you, and you die. So the cool thing about Donkey Kong is it's not a game where you can like take drugs and stay up for forty eight hours, you know. I mean, and get a high score. You have this much time, and you have to play pretty aggressively to get a high score, you know what I mean? But the first step is getting to the end, which is not not easy to do. You'll Very few people will ever do that um, and have done that. So I got the kill screen when I was like 874,000-ish, and then I was like, okay, well, I guess my next goal is I'm going to go up to a million. And several, I mean, this is over a several-year period, you know what I mean? Of, of And these are like three-hour games that can be like squashed and like, Two seconds if you if you get in the wrong headspace or get the wrong like RNG or whatever you know what I mean. So um, the next goal was a million and I got a million and then I kind of was able to push it up a little bit before I kind of like you know I'm four or five years into this now and I'm like okay I'm getting kind of burned out you know what I mean. But in the end I I think I'm like I am number you have to check DonkeyKongForum.net but I think I'm like number twenty eight twenty nine right now. And I'm one of only three people ever to get a million on one man. So you have like, once you get the extra man, you have four. But I got a million on the the very first man without dying. And only two former world champs have done that and me that I know of now. So um, you want to talk about pins on Channel 3 or whatever. On the Donkey Kong forum, there's, the, there's a 1M. And only three people have that. And I, I was one of them. So... Yeah, that's how I got into it. But 
Is he asking for a new golden tagline, Ray? Is that what just happened here? It's much more yeah, subtle. It like it. Listen, listen, tonight tonight I learned that Donkey Kong has 22 levels. He, you think I made it past level yeah. three ever? Like, Yes. I can't even, I can't so even imagine. So level one has two stages. Level two has three stages. Level three has four stages. Level four has five stages. Level five has six stages. And then five through 21 all have six stages that go through go through those cycles. Um, and then... You get to level twenty-two, and it goes to the, um, you know, the barrel stage, and you get to play for a couple minute, couple seconds, and then it just like he just dies, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And my high score, which is on Twitch, this is one of my favorite stories. My high score is on Twitch. If you go watch it, at the end of the score, like I've been in the arcade for like three hours. I go, tell my wife, I'm like, hey, Kristen, you know, I, I got a high score. She's like, oh, great, what is it? I come back to the machine and it's reset. It's not there. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, it, I'm recording it by the way, but um, I'm like, the score is not there. Where is it? You go back and watch it. You can see it in the gleam of the arcade cabinet. My lab comes in cause she's excited to see me after, you know, three hours. Labs have pretty strong tails for swimming. She's wagging her tail. It goes pop on the machine, resets the machine. <laughs> and you see it go, <laughs> and then like, so watching it back, like when I streamed it back, there's some high level players watching it. They're like, the dog just reset it. The dog just reset the machine. So I was like, did Noah do that? And rest in peace, Noah, you know, one of my favorite memories. But Kristen was like, Noah, no, she didn't do it. She didn't do it. She had no idea. She was just trying to defend Noah, but she did do it. So you can actually go watch that on the, on the Twitch, uh, the Twitch stream at the end. It's pretty funny. So. It's one of my favorite memories of my dog, but the the powers that be saw what happened and they, you know, it was a legit score and everything. So it's just kind of funny. <laughs> so, so, I mean, you're aggressive. You run the score up. I mean, I, I know I watched it a few times and just like, you're just jumping barrels mm -hmm. early, much like, much like in cart, you're cutting barrels and you're just trying to run this score up. Is that well, your you strategy can... mainly? Well, yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff you, you do, but, um, you're kind of like re-jumping barrels. You're like jumping them, then going down, trying to group them. And you can somewhat steer barrels. Like if you take a hard cut, like the other way, like they'll drop. Like there's a certain percentage that they'll drop. So you can kind of like group barrels together and get higher points. If you, if you jump like three barrels in a row, you get like 800 points as opposed to one. It's like 100. So you'll see a lot of like high level people like grouping them and then like going down, jumping them. It looks very risky, but... You you, you kind of get the hang of it after a while, but it's still very very tough game, very challenging. But you know, it's it's just you're trying to play like you're trying to play as aggressively as you can because you have this much time. You know, because when level twenty two hits, it's done. You know what I mean? So you have this much time, and if you have extra minute at the end, you can like how do you say it? Like you can kind of like get as many as you can and then, then kill yourself and then do that again. Because if you take all your men, I didn't know this the first time I had the kill screen. It took like two men to the kill screen. And it just like, it did both of them. I thought it'd just do one and done. You know what I mean? But so there's all kinds of strategies at high levels, but um, it's just kind of like playing as aggressively as possible in that little space. And that's what I kind of like about the game is that it's a, you know, you have to, you have to kind of max that out. It's kind of cool. Join us on the Bucket and Hoosier Show, the podcast that's all about community and competitive Rocket League. If you're new to Rocket League, it's a high-flying, fast-paced game that combines soccer with rocket-powered cars. 
It's a game that's easy to pick up, but difficult to master. And that's where our guests come in. We're talking about the best of the best in the Rocket League community to learn about their journeys, strategies, and tips for success. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, we've got something for everyone. So sit back, relax, and join us as we explore the exciting world of competitive Rocket League. Join us live Monday evenings at twitch.tv forward slash Bucket and Hoosier and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to catch past episodes. Be sure to hit the follow and notification button so you know when new content has been posted. Now, on to game three then, which I can only assume you drive around with a Nintendo 64 in the back of the van just trying to find random people to beat up on in the game. Like, I can't, I'm trying to figure out how this fits into the third, but I, I, I kid. But The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time is your third game here. So right. I, 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 I'm going to say not, not as competitive a game for you in, uh, in starting this one off. No, and, um, you know. Hot, real hot take, right? Ocarina of Time is like one of the best games of all time, right? You, you've heard a thousand people whoa, say that. Whoa, so, whoa, 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 whoa. We need that heat here, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, but to be honest, like in my early gaming, probably like late high school through like, I don't know, most of my like 20s, like that was the main game I played was Zelda. And I picked Ocarina of Time. Um, because it was the first one. Like, I'd played Zelda's before. I played one, two. We'll forget about two. But, uh, you know, I played, uh, I played those before. And I never really, like, fell in love. And I had friends that had fallen in love. But when I, when I played Ocarina at Time, I was, uh, I was in college. That was the one that clicked with me. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, I, I get the Zelda thing. You know what I mean? So it clicked with me. And I can remember, like, I can't remember what year it was. But I'm, like, 18, 19, 20. You know, New Year's Eve party. I come home. I'm up at seven a.m. My friends are still asleep. I'm. I, w- I want to play more Zelda. You know what I mean? So that was the one that kicked it off for me. And um, going forward, I, when I became a teacher, like I made it a goal every summer, I wanted to play another Zelda game and like go back and like play them. So that first summer, I played the Wind Waker when it came out. Loved it. Went back and played all the other ones. Um, and so I've played, I think I've played every Zelda game, excuse me, beat every Zelda game, except for, what is it, Adventures of Link? Is that what it's called, the second one? Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, yeah. Jedi's taking this made, real personally right now. All the yeah. shots being taken friends, in the, I have the friends that, <laughs> I have friends that's their favorite Zelda, I don't get it. But so I made it to the end of that, I never beat it. I, it's on my list to go back and do. And then Oracle of Seasons, I was at the final boss and my place got broken into um, where I was living to at the time and they took all my video games and that was one they took. So my save file got deleted. So that's so Zelda 2, Oracle of Seasons, which I've played most of. I just haven't beat it. And then um, I'm currently playing Tears of the Kingdom. I haven't beat it yet. So those are the three I haven't beat yet. But Ocarina of Time was the one that really kind of set it off for me. And, uh, you know, it's one of my favorite games of all time my dog's name's navi she's around here somewhere but um i just love zelda that's probably like over the lifespan of games like that i've played like that's that's kind of like the series that i've probably just played the most i just love it so wait did they did they take your zelda or do they just what what happened to that <laughs> wait what, when they broke our, our house got broken into 
and they stole a bunch of electronics and including my video games. So at the time, like I had like, I, I was, I guess I was playing on a Game Boy Advance or whatever. And they took all that stuff. So I was on like the final boss and I put it away for like a couple of weeks. I was like, I'll come back and beat it. And so I never went back and beat Oracle of Seasons. So that's one of the ones on my list. I gotta, I gotta go. Um, Nintendo you know, online but, has you covered you know, now, man. They, they, they're ready there. Yeah. Right yeah. And hot take. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to catch some heat on this, but, um, Breath of the Wild didn't really do it for me. You know what I mean? It it wasn't it wasn't one of my favorite favorite games, and I I kind of begrudgingly beat it and played it, and then I can see Ray's repositioning the microphone. <laughs> Buckle up. However, however, let me say this: I, I, I don't have a I don't have a take no, on it. I, I want to hear the however was, that's coming. I, yeah. I I need to hear this. Hold on. <laughs> hear me out. Let me finish because I'm saying it took me a while to get into Tears of the Kingdom, but now that I'm getting into it. I'm like two dungeons or whatever, and I'm I'm going to the third. I'm on the Zoras or whatever, but I'm enjoying it. And when I get a when I get a chance to play, I'm I'm really enjoying it. So I think Tears of the Kingdom kind of clicked with me a little better than Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild was like if you're if you've been playing all the Zeldas like I have, it's it's just kind of like you know you're the you're the old dude like hey this is different. I don't like this. You know what I mean? It's but. uh Tears of the Kingdom is kind of clicking with me a little better, so I, I am enjoying it a little more. Go go ahead, Ray. Ray I will allow you to reposition the Ray, what you I, got? I, I, <laughs> he, he said he was playing Tears, so I had to hear where he was going with that. I, I, no, I, I don't have any strong takes. Like, I, didn't play, I didn't play the Zelda series, so they, they are just right. two games to me. Right. And I, and I enjoyed it. I played Breath of the Wild. Well. I played a whole bunch. I, I yeah. played Tears less than I thought I was going to play it, but that's because I have right. so many other games now. Too many oh, yeah. games. That's really what it is. That's, the, that's yeah, the only that's reason I played Breath of the Wild more than I played Tears. Right. I didn't have as, I didn't have as many games. Well, I, I see. I'm getting on my soapbox now because you already said it with Zelda too. Like every Zelda game, right. except for like there, there is a closer comp between Kinda. Link to the Past and Ocarina of Time than there is to pretty much any other Zelda game that there is in the main series. Like Zelda Two goes side scroller rpg heavy it, oh, weird it, yeah yeah but but even when you get into like um twilight princess you're spending half the game as a wolf like okay like yeah. i'm sure people lost their mind with that and skyward sword like you're jumping around these sky islands but you know before it was cool and stamina and everything like they're all they're all do these things they are different but they're all like i call it like a a puzzle with a plot you know what i mean they're all like yes yeah, not it is kind of like that you know what i mean that first, but the first game though is is pretty open too. That's where like oh, first game is yeah. First game's a little different. I like the um the Majora's Mask and the Twilight Princess like the dark themes of those. Those are kind of like the first time I played Majora's Mask. I was like, what in the hell is this? You know what I mean? Like the the ending. I won't spoil anything, but the ending you just like is it's just wild. You know what I mean? It's just like a trippy experience. So I really enjoyed those games and, you know, as, as quirky and as dark as they were, um, I, I had, I had yeah, to come back on major. That was, that was just, that yeah. was the one where I'm like, what is happening here? And like the running back. Exactly. Over and it. it's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. Bad, bad time yeah. for me. In life. So and then, so, um, what was the one Link between worlds? That was a good one too. Like they, they kind of went back to that like the 2d 3d one. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get to play that one. Yeah. Yeah, you got the yeah, it was fun. That was like so a DS or 3DS like, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I so mean. Ocarina. So Nintendo sixty four seems pretty big for you. You talked about that with Cart. Uh you know, 
talk about that here. Was that like your your first big console? Like, what made the Nintendo sixty four hit so hard for you? Was it just the no? I mean, I, I wouldn't. I, I played the NES and the SNES and the you know all those. Um, so I I played all those going up. But uh, I guess I mean maybe that's where I started. Like, I don't know what it is about that one. It's just the Ocarina of Time, I guess that that one. But I I, I have very fond memories of the SNES and NES. Mm-hmm. NES was probably the the first one that really got me into games, and like I was obsessed with Mario and you know all those games. So. I felt like there was like something philosophical and deep rooted that was about to happen when you looked off to the side. No, and, and like, to be honest, like poor memory unlocked all this happened. No, here. and to be fair, like when you go back and you play that stuff, N sixty four stuff doesn't really age that well as far as like the looks. You know what I mean? It Hang on, Ray's like, repositioning the mic say, again. Be careful, yeah. Mickey. I'm gonna reposition. I can't. See. You guys are all just. You guys are all just haters, that? man. No, I like the I like the system, but I'm saying like you go back and play like the Golden Eyes and stuff, and you know even Ocarina of Time. Like it, I, th- I feel like that that initial jump into like the 3D like polygon stuff, it it just doesn't age as well as like a, a nice 2D sprite. You know what I mean? No, um, shoot- for me, anyways, the, the yeah. shooters is not the N64's fault. You can't you can't right. play these FPSs with one analog stick. That was the problem. Like, no, they were putting these games together. They were not. They're not made. They can't be done. Right. That's the. You go back and play like a SNES game, like Donkey Kong Country or something. It's like That's it's not, still great. It's a great. Looks so. pretty great. It plays great. You know what I mean? And or you you look at like a Link to the Link to the Past or whatever. It still holds up. You know what I mean? Like that that art style. I feel like it's like timeless, you know what I mean? And a lot of the, I feel like a lot of the N64 stuff was a little trendy, you know, like maybe like a PS1 or something. Um, and I'd, I'd rather go back and look at that old Sprite stuff any day of the week. That's just, yes. that's just me personally. But So yeah. does everyone else. That's why all the new games are being made like that too now. Exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm going out of my right. way to buy 2D, brand new 2D games. Well, because right. you're, yeah. you're going to end up in an uncanny valley. Like we've hit the point either you need to have like just straight video recordings of a person or you're going to be distracted by how unrealistic something trying to look realistic is like we've, we've hit a wall so there's no choice and, and the fact that this stuff is aged phenomenally is only going to help it you know yeah all right so ocarina what what hooked you with this so was it i, I mean i this is one where i've talked about before the opening of the game is you're following Navi just flying through the woods. It's just like, okay, they, they picked a way right. to, a way to, just like with Mario 64 opening on Babam Fields after you run into the castle and you jump into the painting. Like they, they just knew how to hook you in the first 10 minutes. It's, I'm saying, man, like that first opening scene's crazy. And then you're just kind of chilling out in that, your little village and go to the AQ tree and, just i don't know it's just the whole deal like and you start to solve little puzzles and you're like okay this is pretty satisfying you know and then you know obviously (laughs) next thing you know you're in the water temple like banging your head against the wall or whatever but they've already got you hooked at that point so i don't know just the whole the whole story and um i don't know what it was but it just it i it was you know you get those games where you just want to you want to sit down and play more and it, I feel like as you get older that you get less and less of that, you know, you're like, oh, I can, I could take this or leave this, but that was one of those games. I just wanted to really see it through and, you know, couldn't get enough. How, how many times have you played through it? 
Uh, not not a ton. I'm not I'm not one of these people that goes back and plays it like every year, but probably two or three times. I played the Master Quest that came out um, on that promotional disc as well. You remember that? Like it was like it was like on the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. I've got that, and I played through it. I, so a few times, not nothing, nothing crazy, but you know. Yeah, I haven't played it. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm close to you. I'm I'm a couple years behind you. Not not far. Right. I, I think last time I right. played it was college, which was like by then it was PS2 GameCube era, but still had the still the right. 64. I went back and played it, and like you joke about the water temple. I don't I don't get it. I don't remember what it was. I, I want to say I beat the game three times, and every time I hit a wall in the water temple of like. Something does not. Something goes non-linear, and all of a sudden, like I'm just, I'm like I have to backtrack somewhere, or I, I made a wrong turn somewhere, and it happens every time, and it makes me feel better. <laughs> it happens to everybody, and I don't. I, I need yeah. to understand, like, you know how there's like philosophy of X and Y books that are out there. Like, I need some right. kind of a, I need a breakdown of what happens to that place for everybody. I mean, I've I've been in that place before, and I've convinced myself that I did something in the wrong order, and that I'm I'm not going to get out. You know what I mean? I need we to just all, reset all the whole game. <laughs> everybody, but is everybody? Everybody has that exact same like I've I've screwed the whole game. Like up. I, I have to I start over. Up. I'm locked yeah. in here. I used the key in the wrong spot. I shouldn't have. Like, oh man. So I I think we all I think I think it's a great design because we've all fallen into that you know that watery grave, so to speak. All right, so now we move on to the honorable mentions. A couple games that did not make it to the top three, but we still need to talk about. The first one here, this has to be, on the whole list, this has to be the one that's just the most out there. It is Halo. Halo, as in Halo Combat Evolved, as in, like, the first Halo? Yeah, Halo 1. Oh, man, Um, Halo 1. We don't talk a lot of Halo 1 on this one here. The Duke is arriving! All right, tell me. Tell me about Halo 1. Yeah, I got a Duke around here somewhere. Uh... We were at the end of college, and I, I think it was like 2001 when it came out, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah, so my friend got an Xbox, and at the time, I'm not really playing a lot of games, you know, like uh, I'm, I'm kind of finishing up college or whatever, but then he gets this Xbox, and we're like, he's like, you got to come play this Halo game. I'm like, okay, so it's my first, like, besides James Bond, you know, 007, I've never really played like a true first-person shooter where... You know, you can really control the character or whatever, dual analog. And so I get the hang of it, and then next thing you know, we got two Xboxes, you know. Um, this apartment over here, this apartment, Ethernet, Blood Gulch, 4v4, Capture the Flag. And it's like, it was like crack. Like, we could not get enough of it. Like, we'd have an exam at 8 p.m., we'd be studying all day, we'd look at each other like, hey, we gotta, we gotta go take a Halo break, you know, go take a two-hour Halo break, come back. So my GPA might have dropped a little bit, but we we played crazy Halo, and then we found out there were other people around campus that were playing Halo. So there's a local bar. I mean, you've been to Athens, Georgia. There's lots of bars, but like we found some bartenders that played, and so we would team up with them. They'd run these tournaments, you know what I mean? These land tournaments, and you'd play at the top of the bar. They'd they'd bring the setups up, play. We'd play like UGA football players. They'd bring it. They'd bring some people in that think they had like a good team or whatever. So, and that was that was some of the first online gaming I've ever experienced because they were hacking their Xboxes to try and like play online. It was really rough. But what ended up happening usually is we'd just go up to someone's house like Sundays, you know, just huge house party, nothing but Xboxes. You know what I mean? Just playing 
a bunch of caps for the flag, and it was just so hype, man. Um, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Ray, I just wonder what, what uh, happened. Oh, ahead, I, I just wonder what would happen if like Mickey went to um, like a Renaissance fair or something, and just like saw somebody do a jousting runs. Like, I think I could do that. And next thing you know, he's got like a horse. He is he has forged his own armor. Yes, designed the perfect uh, jousting stick. No. I just want to understand. Like, I I, I want to I want this like competitive obsession that Mickey has. I, I want to see that applied somewhere really weird. That's well, as I get older, it gets a little less and less. You know, your testosterone drops a little bit, and you, you have less of those juices. But um, yeah, Halo was it was crazy, man. We loved it so much, and just those uh. You know, you'd get the flag and you'd beat on the wall, and they, you, you knew they were all in there cussing on the other side. You know, there's just something fun about just like, you know, to me, I, I look back at the games that I played, and it's just the social part's the most fun. You know what I mean? Like, gamers get a, a rap for being antisocial, but I would argue the opposite. I think, I think we're very social, and getting together with your friends like that was just, it was so fun. Um, <laughs> when Halo 2 came out, I was a middle school teacher at the time. And uh, I went to the midnight release, and some of my students were in <laughs> in line. So I had to act like a responsible adult on a school night. Like, hey, this is my teacher, Mr. Winslow. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, breaking, out, breaking out a pipe and a smoke. Like, oh, yeah. good, good evening. Good evening. How yeah, are you? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But hey, we, I probably played Halo through like, I played one heavy, two heavy, and then three. I played a little bit, then started dropping off a little bit with the three sixty days and stuff like that. But um, I didn't get in. You know, people still. I know people still playing it to this day, but I didn't play like the OST and the Reach and all that. But Halo One was and two were pretty special because one one I was in college, and then two I was like early career, and two two the online was a lot better. You know, obviously you could play online, um, so it's fun. Like you know, getting in contact with your old co college buddies and playing with them, and, you know, features now, you know, you can play video games online. It's pretty cool. It's not like old man, you know, but <laughs> it's fun. All right. Well, one more question. What's, what's the, um, you know, the, the, the game snack or the game drink with Halo? I mean, this was, this is when that like, became a thing to, you know, they had, you know, the yeah. Mountain Dew and sponsored snacks to go along with games. What, what, what are you grabbing before you play? Well, oh, or, you body, or, you, or you or you in like the bodybuilding era not doing any of it. That was that was when I was bodybuilding, like really heavy into bodybuilding. So I was like not snacking like that at all. So we would uh I would just eat my normal meals and you know, everybody else would be munching on something, but I you know, I would just have my chicken and sweet potatoes, you know, between between matches for, yeah, for anyone who didn't know on top of all the other accomplishments mickey wins was also a bodybuilder just that yeah. that was that, that's my subtle shots at the end competition list. in mickey again yeah well okay let's let's uh take me now who enjoys a beverage and a snack now i would yeah i would have like a i don't know maybe like a light beer and uh some salt and vinegar chips that'd be that'd be my go-to you know make sure you gotta make sure that the grease is off your hands before you get back into that blood gulch, but something like that. All right, let's take a trip back. Not the oldest game here since obviously we talked about Donkey Kong, but I think, I think of the main line, like, you know, there, there for it, Mortal Kombat two is uh, the earliest we're going to talk about for a, from a non, 
I assume this is not going back. I assume this is real time in the nineties. Hillary, you know, the, the politicians oh, yeah. are yeah, out yeah. there getting, getting upset about the blood and games and fighting and the, the ESRB sport yeah. and all that. Where were, where were you at then? Yeah. I was in, uh, where was that? I was late middle school, early high school when I was hitting. So prime time for like a, you know, a, a young kid seeing that, like seeing MK1 and MK2. Um, my friends, like I was a little late on the MK1 thing, but as it was coming out, I was hearing about it. And like, hey, you got to look at this MK1. And we go to the mall and there'd be like a line, you know, 12 people deep to play this game. And you try to like look over and see what was going on. But uh, I remember when MK2 hit, I was fully aware, you know, I'd played MK1 on, on Sega um, Genesis and SNES you know, we had all that stuff, but when NK2 hit, we're at the bowling alley, and, like, I'm bowling with my dad, and shout out to my dad, a saint, because I would have kicked my son's butt for not, you know, <laughs> between bowling, I'd go watch this guy play MK2 and come back, and he'd be like, Mickey, get your butt up back over here, you know what I mean, but um, I just remember the sound of it, and the, the crispness of the images, and just how crazy it was, you know what I mean, just larger than life so you'd see that game everywhere and that I, that was what really got me into fighting games i say mk2 um but i say it to kind of say like that's what like sparked my love of, of fighting games and maybe want to like learn more about it and like what's this community about so after that like you see like the killer instinct you know what i mean and you want to learn about that and um it's funny years later i <laughs> probably like 2011 i go a local like uh you know, like Barcade, I guess those are hot now, you know what I mean? They had an MK2 tournament. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this MK2 tournament. Well, I go and I get third, and the guy that got first, he's like, hey, we play Street Fighter up here, you know what I mean, um, on Tuesdays or whatever. Um, shout out to Shane. Um, but, like, growing up, I was an MK kid because I was like, that's the coolest thing. I wasn't really messing with Street Fighter. But now as an adult, going back and playing those games, like, that was, like, probably 10 years ago like now i'm like oh these games are actually better than than mortal Kombat. you know mortal Kombat's kind of stiff or whatever you know what i mean and so now i'm going back watching all these and learning about these fighting games playing them just really enjoying them you know what i mean and so like people watch football like on sundays they grab their beer they watch football i'd rather like if evo's on or if combo breakers on that's my sport like i love watching and playing fighting games and the the gamer clubs that i've I've uh, started, they've all been fighting game centric. Cause to me, to me, it's like, okay, that's a quick experience you and I can have. We're not going to sit down and play like an RPG together. You know what I mean? We Mario Kart's a great one too. You know what I mean? But as far as like a genre goes, fighting games are great. And I've, I've found a lot of kids that, that have that same love for fighting games that I have. And even working with the smash kids, you know what I mean? old FTC heads would be like, ah, oh, Smash isn't a fighting game, but hell yeah, Smash is a fighting game, you know what I mean? I don't have to tell you guys, but it's so fun, just the mental gymnastics and the chess, the the high-paced, like, problem-solving that goes on, and the empathy you have to have to see what the other person's doing and, and adjust to it, it's, it's just incredible to watch, and, you know, um, MK2, I think, was the one that really um sparked it for me you know what i mean i've actually got a mk1 upstairs in the arcade and a killer instinct so i've I've collected those things over the years but i mk2 was the one that just kind of got me going uh, original cabinets or the uh 
I assume you're you're an original cabinet cabinets man. You're not this uh, one up level up whatever it is uh, arcade guy. You're you're going back. You're finding you want the nick. You talk about that bowling alley. I could smell the nicotine in that bowling alley, even though I was not in that particular oh, alley you were in. I love it. Yeah, get the hell out of here, Dan. I, it's, it's original cabinets for sure. Yeah, so I got a, a dedicated MK1. I got a dedicated Mortal Kombat, and I I have a lot of the old like CPS2 Capcom boards that I'll put in. I'll cycle through like the old super turbos or x-men versus street fighter or whatever actually when i first got my first job i bought a um teaching job i bought a cadillac i was brainwashed by outcast and then um a killer instinct cabinet and i was moving <laughs> i was moving around a lot yeah atlanta yeah there we go um i was moving around a lot at the time and i sold my killer instinct cabinet because i was i was just, uh, it was these things are gigantic and crt oriented you They're can't big, move yeah. them that exactly. way exactly yeah. <laughs> So a guy, a guy got hit me up on eBay from Ohio, and his brother was terminally ill, and they played it a lot growing up. And he came down, bought it, and they they took it back and played it. So years later, I'm kicking myself. I'm like, why did I sell my Killer Instinct? But then then the story plays back in my head. I'm like, you know, it was for the greater good. But then like a week before I got married, a Killer Instinct came up on like Craigslist, like a week, uh, excuse me, like a couple miles from my house. I was like. Kristen, sorry, I'm taking a couple hundred. I'm, I'm going to get this thing. So, karma came back around on me, and I, I still have one. But, um, but yeah, those those old cabinets. I it, there's something about them. You know what I mean? Like, you know, ashtray on the whatever. You know what I mean? Is it, it was cool, like going up, and that's the thing I like about fighting games. Is like even today's tournaments. Smash is a little different in some of them, but like in today's fighting game tournaments, like I can go play the top guy if he's in my. If he's in my bracket, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, they all start at the same spot, and that comes from the, if I had a quarter and I put it up there, you know what I mean? I'm in. And you can beat me, and I'll leave, but, like, until you do that, I, I, I have a spot just like everybody else. So that's that's a cool thing about the, the fighting game community, just fighting games in general. I, lo- I, lo- I love the quarter. The quarter on the oh, screen man. thing, man. Yeah. It's, uh, man, I, I, it was I, used to do, I used to do that back when they still had coins for games and not uh, like the cards yeah. of the arcades and all that. Card, yeah. mine, mine was, uh, we, we, we did it for Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. I, was, I was all That's in another that. big, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the fighting game guys come from like arcade era, you know I mean? My arcade yeah. era was like early 90s, so that's when fighting games, but like the rhythm games, you go to conventions now, there's a bunch of like DDR heads and like the whole like, it's it's really cool scene, you know what I mean? It wasn't that wasn't for me, but I I really like arcade culture because once again, it's community, it's in person, it's not online, you know what I mean? Um, and when I went to the Smash Brothers state title, they had them sit side by side, right? And one of the coaches came up to me and said, "Hey, what do you think about them sitting side by side instead of like like this?" I go, "Dude, I freaking love it! Like I love them sitting side by side. You know, like that's how it was in the arcade. You know, you were shoulder to shoulder with that person, and you you had to like if they want to talk some crap, you had them in your ear. You know what I mean? So I was like, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's the way. The way it's yeah, meant to be. It was fun. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's switch up here. We got the skate series to talk oh, yeah. about. I mean, you know, skate one, two, three, three came out it was like 2010, and yeah. we're finally gonna we're finally gonna get a new one. Supposed supposed to be this year, not not skate four. They're saying it's a whole new kind of. It's just skate. It's gonna be kind of like a, a whole world kind of thing. There's so many of them now. There's like the Skater XL, and there's sessions, and there's all kinds of skate emulators now. You know what I mean? But um. 
we played the we grew up skateboarding i still skateboard um when i can but like when tony hawk came out we're like holy crap this is awesome like i, I can play a video game you know and have a skateboard and do trick do the tricks that i want to do right um but when skate came out for us it was crazy because it's like okay tony hawk i'm pushing down and square and it's doing whatever right but in skate like i know what a kickflip is supposed to do you know what i mean i know what my feet are supposed to do and like mimicking that like you didn't have to tell me what how to do the tricks because i i kind of knew the movement of the board and whatever so skate was really cool um, and I couldn't tell you anything about those games. I just, cause I would just get the game and I just skate around doing tricks. I would, I, I didn't care about missions or anything. You know what I mean? I just wanted to like, I just wanted to have an open world and do, and my roommates would be watching me like, what are you doing? You're like trying this trick for like two hours. I'm like, I'm just doing what I would do in <laughs> normal world on like a skate emulator. You know what I mean? So me and my buddies would, uh, my buddy would get together and just like, you know, have fun doing that. And I think, I think skate i had all one two and three but i think two is my favorite we were just um i don't know i don't know why it just felt a little better to me than three did three tried to do a couple things like we we like to make it look realistic we didn't like to like jump off a building and do this whatever you know what i mean um and so uh i think skate three tried to do a little of that where you could put it in that mode but it didn't it just came out kind of weird so i skate two is always my favorite but i just like the I like the emulators and I still play um, Skater XL sometimes. Like, uh, it's just fun. It's fun to kind of screw around on that. So that was really my main question. Playing Skate, does does it feel like, because it, it felt more realistic? Like, it, like yeah. it felt intuitive for someone who skateboards in real life to play the game? Yeah, that's what I liked about it is like, I wanted it, like, like I said, Tony Hawk's cool and I, I, had, I played the crap out of it. I loved it. But I don't, you know, you're, doing all this unrealistic stuff like i just wanted a skate like simulation where i could just like go down the street do do a line do a trick that i would want to do in real life and make it look kind of realistic you know what i mean and i think that's what a lot of the newer emulators are doing is like just that you know what i mean kind of geared towards skateboards now that the normal population might not like it as much or might not understand it but that's that's what i liked about those games do you think you'll uh, will you try out this new skate game that's supposed to come out? Yeah, I'll, I'll try it out. Yeah, like I I try to support any of that stuff. Um, so like Skater XL came out, I I picked up a copy of that, and I you know I like messing around with it. So I'll definitely check it out, um, especially if it's got the you know the history of the EA skate stuff. You know what I mean? So I people been clamoring for that for years. You know, so I'll definitely check that out. All right, so one detour we have to make just just so Teach drives off the road and loses his mind. We, I knew it. I knew it's coming. <laughs> so obviously this this Teach. entire this entire series is in keeping with every other game we've discussed on here. But we're gonna talk about the right. I, I just want to know about the Animal Crossing series. How did how did that happen? Where did that where did that come from? Pandemic. <laughs> so and so, um, I, I'm just saying like. I'm I'm with you guys. Look, people that knock Animal Crossing say, "What is this game?" I was I was there. I was like, "That makes no sense to me." Mario Kart Eight gets a gets two DLC passes, right? Um, the Hyrule stuff, which I was as a Zelda fan, I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And then they put Animal Crossing. I'm like, "What the hell is this? Why why are they putting Animal Crossing in Mario Kart?" I, nobody cares about this, right? 
fast forward the pandemic, like I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm looking for something to play. Let's let's just try it out. And I get like instantly hooked. And I think what it is about Animal Crossing that hooks me, kind of to your point, Dan, is like the games I play are pretty stressful. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You play a three-hour game of Donkey Kong or you play Mario Kart. They, those articles are all saying that it's the most stressful game or like fighting games. You know how it feels when you get smacked in the face. You know, your heart rate goes up. You know what I mean? Like all those games are very stressful and I do like to compete. So it was nice having a game where like there are no bad guys. <laughs> it's no like, you know, no. Oh, uh, easy on the there are no bad guys. The easy, that, that's a scorching yeah. take we can't oh, have. Oh, Tom Nook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, yeah. Tom Nook. He is the bad guy. Yeah, he. Yeah, we could talk about that, but uh, but yeah. So it was just you could do whatever you wanted to, and and the collector in me liked it because I'm like, oh, I can go collect all these fish and bugs and you know art pieces or whatever, and just the characters were quirky, and so I'm I'm with Teats, I'm with all those guys. Like this this game looks dumb. Joel's like, is this even a real game? But I really enjoyed it, and I played the crap out of it, and I um. I kind of like the characters, and I went back. I just, I just played um, Animal Crossing GameCube just to kind of see where the series came from. Um, check it out, and it's just something like I can sit down if, if you know if I want a quick competitive fix, I'll put it on Smash Brothers. I'll put it on Mario Kart, Street Fighter, right? But if I want to sit down and listen to Channel Three podcasts, right, and I just want to turn turn my brain off and listen and not have to do much, so I just want something in the background. Animal Crossing's perfect, and I'm looking forward to <laughs> less stressful games. Like, I'm looking forward to trying out Stardew Valley now, because I think I might enjoy that, you know what I mean? And just those type games. So, um, you know, and it's kind of a meme now that I, you know, I play as the, the villager and everybody, you know, I kind of, I ham it up, you know what I mean? But it's it's a fun game. Try it out if you, if you need something very low stress in your life. I liked it. Be, be careful. I feel like Stardew Valley, like Animal Crossing happened when it did. And I'm, I'm with you. I went back, right. I checked out the GameCube version, but there's a real like right. Dewey Cox. You don't want none of this to Stardew Valley. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I, I, it, I think it feel like it's like, it's endless. The Oh, really? Content of it. Okay. The amount of stuff that goes on in it, the interpersonal relationships in the game. I, I, I hear there's a lot of lore in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think <laughs> I, I might have it on both the PlayStation and the Nintendo. Cause I think it was, Okay. You on PlayStation, PlayStation, at some point, like a dollar right. at Nintendo at some point, but like, I, I don't right, think I've right. cracked either one. I'm afraid of what will happen. Is it? I haven't either yet, but I, I'm, I'm going to. I just don't know when. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Ray's got too many games. I've got. I feel like I've got too many games on the backlog. You know what I mean? So you don't want none of this, do we? Yeah, I have, I have too many games, and I, but I, I bought six more over uh, with the Steam exactly. sale. Exactly. I had. <laughs> It was there. I got I'd, to, man. I'd be losing money if I didn't buy them, basically. And I put a gun on everybody's head and told them to go to go get Guardians of the Galaxy on the Epic Store. It's free right now. Just get yeah. it on there. I was shocked when I saw that one before you even had the yeah. quest. I was like, well, no way. This looks like a really good game. And, and like pretty recent to have that free already. Was, I, I don't know how Epic does it. It's three years ago now. That's still pretty recent. That's a pretty big game to toss out there. But the the older you get, the more patient you get, and then you know you you blink an eye and it's three years later, and now the thing's on sale. So just patience is always key. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. So now we're gonna look to the future for a game you're looking forward to here. And listen, you're not the only person looking forward to it. I'm sure many people are, and maybe one day it'll happen. It is 
you know, Hollow Knight Silk Song. I think is maybe it this year. What do you think? Supposedly, supposedly, supposedly yeah. after, after all the delays, everyone's like, "Yeah, this has yeah. to be the year." But no, but they haven't actually said that this. They is They put the year. out a perfect game. Everybody, take a pill and relax. They put out a perfect game, and what they're not going to put anything out less than a perfect game. It's just so many. It's so it many delays. It was yeah. so many delays. So many years of not saying anything. It gets, it gets people nervous. So when you guys asked me this question, I said, I said, in the you know, I wrote back and said, let me get my clown makeup out and say silk song. You know what I mean? So I'm, I, I, I didn't know what to expect from Hollow Knight. I played, this is not the same thing, but I played Shovel Knight. Right. And I loved it. I was like, oh, this is great. Let's, let's play another night game. You know what I mean? Another 2D, whatever. It was so like just pretty. And the music and the ambiance was like so awesome that like I it was one of those games like I don't know like you you get frustrated with it sometimes because it was so like you know you get lost or whatever but just like you wanted to you wanted to push through and go for it so my wife I think she summed up pretty well she's like that's the cutest scariest thing I've ever seen in my life you know what I mean like it's 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 very you know just like that so I I, I really enjoyed it I've never played a Metroidvania before like I'd never played the Metroid series or I messed around with the Castlevania series, but like I, I really enjoyed the genre. I enjoyed the aesthetics of the game. It was challenging as hell, you know what I mean? I wouldn't say cuphead challenging, like I, I played that all the way through, but like there were some parts I think were cuphead challenging that I didn't you know, some extra stuff that I didn't do, but like it was just so so pretty. I don't know. I, I loved it. And I'm looking forward to the next one whenever it comes out, whenever that may be. But I'm patient, you know what I mean? I can I can wait. I've got other 2D stuff. I've still got to play the Ori stuff. Um, I was going to say, Mickey, if you're, well. if you're looking to fill that time, come on over to the Church of Ori. We've got plenty of room for I'm you coming. I'm, I've got them right over here, yeah. So I've got both of them waiting to go. So at some point, I'm going to pop those in. Music's um, beautiful, fun, frustrating. Right? Like, you're going to die about 500 times. You described all okay. of them. So where would you put, like... Hollow Knight or the Ori series? Which ones? I I like Ori better than better. Hollow Knight. Hollow, I, I, okay. I I haven't played it. The whole, it's sitting. It's been on my Switch for probably two years at this point. I just haven't opened it yet. Okay. The Hollow Knight. It it's Hollow very Knight. good. Yeah. Hollow Knight's more open than Ori is. Ori is. It's the traditional Metroidvania of like you're backtracking over stuff. Hollow Knight's more just right. like hey go figure it out. Um, but right. I I prefer I prefer Ori. Aesthetically, narr- like narratively, uh, just everything about yeah. it. Like I, I literally just spent the last week something. Who? Oh, Bitstad's been playing it. So Bits, Bitstad's been submitting as his clip of the week, and the music just got me going. I saw a couple oh, people the soundtrack back on. Okay. Oh, this, okay. Yeah, I'll check it out then. I've got both of them. Can, do I start on the first one? Or? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. We look and forward I, and to I think, back yeah, I'm, in I'm from down. the field. For, and like for me, like I think the second one is, I think the second one is so much better than the first one. Like I love the first one, and I hear it's like refined. Yeah, it's, okay. I heard Joel talking about it maybe or something. All, but yeah, um, one one of my I've, favorite I've games. Got a, I've had it for a while. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. All right, so on to a quest. A question from the Channel Three History Books. We don't give you a heads up on this one. We just pick one of our quests that we use for discussion on the website and pick it for you to answer here with us tonight. And as such, I think with uh, your history, I think with the things you do, the one we've picked for you is to ask you, what do you say to someone who says video games are a waste of time? 
someone that says video games are a waste of time, like um, the sum, it depends. Like they, they could be, you know what I mean? There are times when you could be doing something more productive and, you know, they get out of hand, you know what I mean? And I see lots of young men where that happens, right? It, you, could, you could be bettering yourself or, you know, helping your family, whatever. But for me, my clubs, I've seen so many positive, like, impacts and, like, so many people come together. I call it introducing introverts, you know what I mean? Or engaging the disengaged, you know? So, like, those are the things that I like to do. And I like to see, you know, we have a lot of neurotyp- uh, neurodivergent kids, you know what I mean, that have a, a place to go and a place to socialize. Um, and I mean, look at the community on channel three and the dad gaming, if nothing else, like people, some people might have, have someone to talk to and they can get on Monday nights and, and chop it up. You know what I mean? So can they be a waste of time? Yes, they can. But I, I would say in my life, video games have been very beneficial socially, emotionally, and just, uh, you know, I am a little addicted, but <laughs> Other than that, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I see a lot of positives that come out of it. So it's a double-edged sword. It, they, could be, they could be negative, but in my life and those around me, you know, I, I think in, I, I've thought about this the last couple of years. I think one of my purposes in life is maybe to bring people together through gaming, you know what I mean? I, as I look at where the last few years of my life have been, um, those have been some of the more positive ways that I could affect others around me. So, and it's, and the medium is gaming. So, um, I don't know if that answers the question, but. <laughs> and your favorite, and the question we ask everyone, what is your favorite feature on channel three? Uh, it's going to sound pretty basic, but, um, my favorite feature is the time trial where we just type in the time trial, you know what I mean? And it, and it kind of, you know, you can, you can organize a lot better. Cause I remember back in the day I'd have like a notepad or whatever going through. I'm like, okay, he got this, he got this. And I had to go through, okay, these are the top 10, you know, um, Ryan Mac does most of that now with the time trials and basic. Um, but it's a lot easier to, to organize and it's a lot more fun to just type it in, you know, and just put your picture up and, you move on to the next one, you know what I mean? So that's that's one of my favorite features of the, the site. Listen, it's a math good, man, you know, numbers. It's it's a good one that we yeah. like, was like, yeah, we need this one in here. We got to put numbers, just put it, it in yeah. order for us right away, please. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, with that, we've made it to the end of another What Are Your Three podcast. Thank you, Mickey Wins, for being with us. You can find the podcast at c3.gg slash podcast, dropping every Wednesday morning at 3.33 a.m. Eastern on all the major platforms, including Spotify, not Google Podcasts anymore. You have to go to YouTube Music and Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcast. I'm Ray. Dan Tucker puts this all together. And for our executive producer, Joel Willis, have a good day, everybody. You know, it's funny. My dad started listening to these. He texted me. He's like, "Hey, I'm starting to the shows." And I was like, "Oh, cool. You know what do you think?" Because he, he he doesn't he doesn't really play video games. And he's like, "Man, you guys talk really fast." And I'm like, "Really?" And yes. I'm like, he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "You know, Dan talks fast, but I say, like, and you talk really fast." And then he texts me like a few days later, and he's like, "So I just realized I was listening to these at one and a half times speed." And he's like, and apparently you can change the speed on each yes. one individually. You have to two times even.
Yeah. He's like, so I put it to normal speed and you guys you guys talk at a normal speed. He's like, I just need to let you know I was listening to it faster than I was supposed to. I, I have to no, I, you know what? That that scared me because I have to I have to I have to be careful of that or else I will talk excessively fast. Yeah, well, he said that. I was like, man, that's really. I had, no one's ever said we talk fast. Really like, maybe no, I, I talk. I, I do the micro, micro, the micro machines. Man will come up with me at work sometimes, where I have to like, yeah, you know, I, I have to run conference calls with lots of people, and I'm, I'm running right. things, and like, I get to this point where I, say, I just want it to be over. So I'm just like, I'm running down bullet points. I'm running down. I'm like, I have to stop and slow down and measure my words. Otherwise, I'm going to. <laughs> But yeah, we talk. We talk so at normal your speed. Dad, so your dad wandered into this now. Yeah, he he had known about it, but then it just it was just texting me. He's like, "Hey, I started listening to them." He's like, "Where should I start?" He started. I think he's been listening to more of the newer ones. And I was like, "Yeah, listen to the new ones. They're way better than the old ones." Like the first. <laughs> I, like, don't even don't even listen to the first ones. Just listen to the last like two or three months. I I dread the uh, I dread the day my mother ends up finding them somehow, and I think the only one my wife has ended up listening to because the kids. The kids will listen to them in the car and request them, and I avoid putting them on mm-hmm. my wife is on. But for some reason, oh, because my son plays a lot with like he'll play a lot of Fortnite with Bam Monty, uh-huh. um, including a day. So he's like, "Hi, hey, what'd you hear, Bam Monty?" You know, and and uh, so she heard that one. She's like, "You guys are talking a lot." I'm like, "He's a seventh grader." I thought it was actually pretty artful for what it was. Thank you very much. <laughs> but anyway. I'm waiting to see who's going to redeem the choose a podcast and pick one of us. Oh, there's already two that have messaged me. Oh, so they're going to get it. Oh yeah. You you know who one of them is. So we're prepared for anything. Not that you're not a, a verbal so, and eloquent individual, but <laughs> we're, we're ready. A I lot of these games, like, you know, some, a lot of people have talked about these games, so you don't need to, you're, you're I, my, got, my thing this. was like, I was thinking about like going like certain times in my life, you know what I mean, and kind of tell like what this. Save it, save it. You're, that, good, so. you're good. You're good. You're hey, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't worry. Hey, like, we gotta save yeah, it. It'll, it'll this, this is yeah. just like pre-recording, so we don't, we've got to save that for the good stuff. Yeah. Don't worry, you're good. You know, yeah, it's not, this, this is not gonna be the first time I talk about Mario Kart, but I'm I'm pretty sure I've I've got like five questions Ray, and four of them I've never I've never asked anybody Ray, these yeah. questions before. Ray's got so plans. It's like it's yeah. new stuff. Hopefully, I have answers. You'll be you'll be fine. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so too. <laughs> Channel three is the future.